Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Ooh, that is a place on earth. Here is like the Vatican for f***ers. even worth mentioning. The dinosaurs in Drumheller died because it sucks there. Josh is getting some sex tonight. <laughs> we had Carissa Thompson yeah. on our TV show last week. It's well known she's friends with Larry David. Don't say I have an ass fetish. She said, yeah. Well, my friend told me because he was watching. And my oh. New York friend. Wow. And Carissa said, uh, is your New York friend Jerry Seinfeld? He said, yeah. Yeah, Jerry was watching. Now everyone's going to think we're gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So now we attempt to call Mike Botticello. Yeah, we did not warn him that we were calling him. This <laughs> no is idea. right out of the blue. Maybe he's just sitting on the toilet. How great would that be? Botticello just taking a big crunch. Okay, so... Uh, crunch, crunch yourself. <laughs> Working on getting my massage shirt. So you're, you're going to be a rub and tug specialist? Yeah, rub and tug here in LA. I want you to visualize this idea. Dan uh, is doing a vigorous workout. He decides he needs a massage. He goes to the, the local massage envy, and he walks in and says, uh, uh, who's my attendant? And you walk out. Yeah. And then you feel Mike's meaty hands on you, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Right? Meaty. I have what they call an what they call an aggressive grip. Toolsy, full yeah. body massage, and then, and then Mike says, no. okay, turn over, and then he kind of lifts up the... And then Dan turns over at Dan, massive erection. He can't contain it. <sighs> Mike's touch is so deft, so gentle. I'm coming, baby! That's great, Mike. Okay, well, uh, still up with everything. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. I think Toolsy's new nickname should be Slap Dick. Ah, uh, Dan! It's the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 126. Hi. <laughs> Glad you're here. Is that how you're going to talk now? Just trying to lower my heart rate. You uh, had to sprint here. Why were you late? What were you doing? Uh, simple uh, explanation. I was in Redondo Beach. I decided I'm going to dip my, uh, my feet in the water. And I went to dip my feet in the water and I got hit by a wave. So I had to go home and change my wet clothes before I came into work. Couple 2016, of- the year. It was a rogue game. wave. Didn't see it coming. Why did you go all the way down to Redondo to do that? Why no, I didn't do that specifically. I was doing other things out there. I just like. What other things were you doing in Redondo Beach? Banking. Okay, now why is your bank still in Redondo Beach? <laughs> I like the drive. <laughs> Tell the fans how far Redondo is from where you live. Right now, 20 minutes. With no traffic. It's far for a bank. Yeah. But it's, that's a long, it, it, that's mis, it's a bit misleading, I feel like. Like, nobody who's living where you're living is going to Redondo Beach to bank. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. No one. No. Well, they're missing out. Why don't you move your bank a little closer? <laughs> There's a Beverly Hills branch of the HSBC. I'm good. Why are you still with the HSBC would be question number two after you destroyed them on a previous podcast. Which uh, was mentioned to us when we hosted a gig uh, 
a few months ago. The guys said they play it in their branch all the time. Right. HSBC guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But you're <laughs> still with them. Yeah, I'm lazy. You guys patched it up. Mm. And then you came in here, you found uh, your reserved parking spot, and you were good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just squealed into someone's <laughs> spot. We don't have parking spots, so we just need to steal them. Uh, so you, you squealed into a reserved spot of someone else's? Yeah, my car may be gone. Excellent. I love that. That's kind of fun, though. There's a danger in that. <laughs> right? It's kind no, of rushing actually, I got a note once, and supposedly once you get three, then they tell you. Three notices? Yeah. Really? It was like that a, one. wasn't like a ticket. It was just No, a, it just says, hey, f***er, don't park here. Like they write a note? With like a pen? It's like, it looks a like a parking out? ticket, but it's not. Now, it's did they get the paper? Uh, remember when I uh, uh, parked <laughs> in Tom Gibney's spot at TSN? What? No, I don't what? remember this. What? <laughs> I don't remember this. I, so maybe Tom Gibney us- is an old uh, anchor at... CFTO in I mean, Toronto. we're talking Kent Brockman style, yeah. old school anchor. And right in front of the doors to TSN were a bunch of CTV talent. So it was like Tom Gibney, Sandy Ronaldo, and Bev Thompson, uh, Norm Perry, uh, L- Lloyd Robertson. Couldn't get Ron Tugnut on the air this week. <laughs> Thomas <Ron> Salo, <laughs> Andrew Raycroft, <laughs> Corey Schwab, Corey Hirsch, Chris Terreri. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the USA could have used those guys. So one night again, we didn't have parking spots there. There was no parking because I had to work a Rod Smith show. So I pulled into Tom Gibney's spot. I'm like, Gibney. this guy works once a week. He's not there. No He's once a week. Came out that night. Uh, I wish I'd kept the note. I think I might have it somewhere. So last time I checked, you're not Tom Gibney. I'm Tom Gibney. Never work here. Never park here again. I mean, now in his defense, yeah, I know he's, wow. he deserves that. He's I, I, I do love I do love that that he said I'm Tom Gibney. <laughs> My name's Ken. They know who I am. <laughs> but uh, well, you know, you took a chance. It didn't work out. You should have parked in Norm Perry spot. So maybe I'll walk out here at the Fox lot, and it'll be like I'm. John Stamos. I'm John Stamos. <laughs> you are not. You are not John Stamos. This is my spot. Wouldn't that be great if Stamos was waiting for you? It was like, <laughs> I've been waiting here for three hours, so let's fucking <laughs> throw down, you prick. You're my spot. Hey, I could add it to my Instagram story. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, yeah. uh, speaking of people on the lot, ran into Brent Butt. Yeah, that's so crazy. Corner gas his own Brent Butt. I was driving around the lot, and uh, I'm like, Brent, Brent Butt? Okay, wait, wait. Is that actually how you approached it? <laughs> I yelled out the window. <laughs> He's like, Dan, are you? What happened to you down here? Are you okay? Can you form sentences? So he was down here taking some meetings, uh, shaking some hands, kissing some babies. He went to the Emmys. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did he win something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Was he nominated for uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson? He's one of the writers. He played Mark Furman. Corner Gas? No, there's no movies in the Emmys. So the Corner Gas movie was not Maybe it was a TV movie that he was on. We've said it before. My mother slept with danger. The Corner Gas concept would work in America at like a North Dakota gas station. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Why don't we remake it for an American audience? Right. Maybe that's what their meeting was about. He Maybe that tell is. Me. He wouldn't tell me. He's like, ah, we bring, yeah, bringing the idea down here. I love that idea, actually. Almost like The Office, right? Where it's all over the world now. There's there's obviously the American one, the original UK. So it could be like there would be corner gases all over the world. He'd be loaded, right? 
It'd be you could do one in like uh, Ukraine, right? Yeah, They've got farmland there, tons of it. It's pretty smart. All I right, like this. Brent You're butt. welcome, hey, Brent Butt. No problem, Double B. We did it for you. We <laughs> pulled it off. Tools, you've been watching a lot of the World Cup of Hockey. <laughs> so the, America's done. <laughs> Who's going to watch down here? If anyone was watching okay, before, no one was watching before. Their ratings for the USA was it Finland game were barely better than our Friday night. Ratings. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's not good. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the World Cup not making an impact down here. First problem: the logo in the trophy. No, holy. That's- f- it's bad, but that's not the problem. <laughs> well, I'm not, well, there's. <laughs> that's not why people aren't watching. I know, but if you drive by a derelict house, you got to start with something. You got to say, okay, that fence, you got to fix that up, and then you get to everything else. Okay, I again, I don't know if that's the best example, <laughs> but I will say this: if if you're going to start an international tournament of any sport, uh. You really want to stay away from, I think, in Amer- if you're trying to make it big in America, you want to stay from away from, like, June, and you want to stay away from, like, September, basically, right? Because September, uh, ba- baseball playoffs are, get- are about to get underway, but really the key is the college football, the NFL. No, no one talks about anything but that. That's it. America's obsessed with it. Um, I just did an interview with uh, Brian Hayes and Noodles and TSN Radio in Toronto, and I said to him, it's hard enough for baseball to get any play on sports talk radio right now. And they're about to go to the playoffs. Yep. It's hard. They, they're getting nothing. It's all NFL, all college. So, uh, anyway, it's a cash grab and good for them. I hope the, I hope, I hope the players' uh, pensions are bigger. I do. The, the ratings are good in Canada for Team Canada. I think they'd be huge because, yeah. apparently, like, I don't know if you saw any of this Team North America play today. They, I heard they, uh, it was an awesome game. They, they played Sweden today. Like, they looked fucking awesome. Unbelievable! Like they're, it was uh, really cool to watch. Their unis really cool. scare me. It's like a Darth, if Darth Vader yeah. made uniforms. They're Sith uniforms. If the Sith had a hockey team, you guys coming out for the team? Vader's coaching. Vader pulls the goalie by strangling them using the Force. Actually, if Vader, if Darth Vader made hockey outfits, hockey outfits, yeah, h- hockey jerseys, <laughs> they'd be like the ones in Strange Brew. When they yeah, have the, uh, that's the right. Because they all look like stormtroopers. I, I can't wait to see how many people call you out for calling it hockey outfits. <laughs> <laughs> because I was th- <laughs> because I had in my brain the entire Strange Brew outfit. Right. So I didn't want to just say jersey. If you haven't seen Strange Brew, if you're uh, <laughs> a, 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 younger, a younger person who hasn't seen it, I really, really recommend you check it out. It's a great film. Hey, our guest is here, Dan. What, our guest, She's Karen Bryant? Yeah, Karen KB? Bryant, host of UFC Let's tonight. Let's bring her in. UFC. KB, come on in. All right. Karen Bryant, Karen everybody. Bryant. Karen Bryant. Here she Karen is. is not oh, here. She's not here. She's oh. not here. <laughs> Karen is not here. We're two for two. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, okay, no problem. We'll, we'll make it time. happen. Okay, okay, so that's, uh, no is that two right. weeks in a row we've done that? That's two weeks in a row. Is that two? First Joe Clatt. Now, okay. hey, let's get our one of our sponsors in while let's we can. Let's do it. Let's the do it. Jay and Dan yeah. podcast is brought to you by Athletes Collective, a mm-hmm. Canadian startup company that makes great fitting activewear with no logos, so you pay thirty to forty percent less than big brands without sacrificing quality. They sent Jay and I some stuff. I wear it to the gym all the time. People are like, "Whoa, man, you look cool!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." I, I wear it to yoga, and all the yoga moms are like, "Let me take off my Lululemons and put on some of those." <laughs> Athletes Collective offers premium sportswear at an affordable price without the logos 
It's made in Canada, designed and manufactured in Toronto. All orders include free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Go to athletescollective.com and enter the promo code FOXSPORTS. One word, no spaces. Fox Sports, And receive 15% off your first order. That's athletescollective.com and enter promo code FOXSPORTS. I just got a pair of shorts. So yeah, KB- you got a pair of shorts? I did. And? And, well, Great. they're shipping. All uh, right. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, KB's our guest. Karen Bryant. She's had quite a career. She started on MTV. She's worked at ESPN. Now she works here. She's the, the face of our UFC coverage. She is awesome. Yeah, she's very cool. We've wanted to have her on for a long time. And I believe because uh, TSN now has the UFC on, if you're a TSN viewer, you've probably seen On her. fight nights and all that. Yeah, 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 on UFC fight nights. She hosts that kind of stuff. Our uh, Canadian Wall of Fame, uh, we're trying to up the female uh, content a little bit. We felt that was lacking somewhat. Uh, by the way, uh, you didn't say who it was. Oh, sorry, Karen, uh, Kim Cattrall, uh, who played the slut on Sex and the City. <laughs> she played the whore. Uh, I have a connection with her, Kim Cattrall. She played Samantha. Uh, I once walked by her on the street in Toronto. Okay. <laughs> Did you say anything to her? No. Like, How did hey, she that's... look? She looked good. That was like ten years ago. So yeah. Yeah. And uh, were you like, hey, I'm dead. I'm on uh, TSN. Uh, you also a slut in real life. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's that. Uh, that's that. Uh, that's that uh, lady. That um, can we point out My last directions week, of return? Tatiana Malazny. Uh huh. I, I get that name. Yeah, wrong. you got it. I think I got it right. Tatiana Malazny, star of Orphan Black. She was. We put her on the wall last week. Yeah. She won the Emmy for Best Actress. In yeah, the so she we won. We did it. We fucking did yes. it. Right. We fucking did, did, did it. We crushed it for her. Yep. So looks like uh, she got the old Jane Dan podcast bump. Oh yeah. Just like Brent Butt, he got invited to the Emmys because of us. Right. Think about this. And coincidentally, Tatiana and Brent both from Saskatchewan. There you go. Uh so good for her. I mean, she beat out a lot of well-known actresses to win that. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Dan, very quickly, uh, do you want to read some of these uh, exciting emails that we got? There's one I wanted to e- I read because we did this on hey. our TV show last week. Okay. And uh, I feel like we didn't, we didn't get enough time to really expand on it. This is a qu- very quickly. This is from Shane. Subject, very important question. Hey, bods, I have an important question. Would you rather have sex with a goat and nobody knows? Or don't have sex with a goat, but everyone thinks that you did. <laughs> that's, that's a horse. I'm gonna. <laughs> that's a horse goat hybrid. We'll say. I already answered it on the TV show, so you can answer it. No, I I want to get a little more into this. Uh, I said 100%. You want to have sex with that goat and have no one know. No question. Right. No question. You, first of all. Here's my first thought. Bang the shit out of that goat. Oh. And how do we know we wouldn't uh, like that? Yeah. How, how do we know, right? We think we wouldn't like having sex with a barnyard animal like that. I don't know if a goat's a barnyard animal. But, yeah. but how do we know? How, how would we know, right? Until you try it, right? Until you try it. So that's one thing right there. Leave the goat coming back for more. Exactly. You know? Secondly, we've all done things we've regretted in life. Certainly, I've done more than my share. Yes, yes. And... And listen, uh, some things people know about, some people, some they don't. But once, if nobody knows about it, I forget about it. I put that in the in a in the past. I, I forget about it, move on, and that would be the same with having sex with the goat, right? 
you, you'd do it. You'd be like, I probably shouldn't have had sex with that animal. And uh, I'm just going to move on with my life now because no one will know. Whereas if you chose the option to say not have sex with a goat, but everyone think you did, then forever people think you have sex with a goat. And that makes you a really weird person. Dan, your thoughts. I wouldn't do it. And then when someone said it to me, I just punch him in the face. So I get to punch a lot of people. <laughs> but well, like on Twitter, everyone would be like, yeah. literally everything you tweeted out, every reply would be go, go f- <laughs> go f***er, go f***er, go yeah. f***er. I'd say, well, I didn't do it, so go f*** yourself. Right. But Walk. everyone but everyone would, it'd be like Damien Cox saying, I didn't ask for a selfie. I didn't ask for that. Everyone would be like, no, you did. You tweeted it out. So there's evidence for his. Right. For mine, there'd be no evidence. But this is the thing. It, even if there's no evidence, everyone thinks it happened. And it's almost like that's enough. Nope. I just beat block, 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 block. So block, block. They, oh, were you that kid, Dad? So I feel like you would have to make your account private, then, so that nobody could read your tweets unless you allowed. Them I never to. tweet, so it doesn't matter. Why don't you do that anyway? Then you could you could pick and choose who could read your tweets. Well, I don't have anyone attacking me at the moment. So but what if they find out that you had sex with a goat? Well, that never happened. So that would actually make an awesome Instagram story. That would be just the process of. Of warming up to the goat. But you guys are the ones the- who are having the sex, so you guys would take the video. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, yeah no, that's true. I'd probably set a camera up in the corner of the room, uh, pour some wine, maybe some candles, and then. My fuck- erections have returned. Then fuck that goat. Oh, Ben, you had a question. Dan, so we asked people on Twitter to send in their would you rathers. Okay. Okay. Nick Deal wants to know Dan, would you rather stick a nail under your toenail and kick the wall or have a oh. needle inserted in your eye? Oh, oh God. God. That's a tough one. That's So just repeat that one more yeah. time. Would you rather stick a nail under your toenail and then kick the wall mm-hmm. or that sucks. have a needle inserted in your eye? Oh, man. Is that anything being squirted out of the needle or just the needle, just a little poke? It's like a like a f- needle, thread needle kind of needle, right? Oh. Yeah, oh. under the nail where it gets in there. I'd take the, e- uh, the, the uh, needle in the eye. Really? Ooh. I've had uh, I've had cause, eye surgery. That, I'm all good, but that could cause like like permanent damage. Whereas the toe, like who needs a toenail? Really, nah, I just do it in the you co- don't need corner it. of your eye. You're fine. What? No, but what if you're not? Your eye would be mangled. That's the that's a terrible choice. You only get two eyes. Yeah, the toe. Yeah, who cares about toes. toenails? This is my choice. Why am I being attacked? <laughs> you guys choose whatever the f- you want. So you'd walk around like a pirate with an eye patch. For no. <laughs> You guys have never got like slivers in your eyes and stuff. What slivers? You're rubbing your like, eye on wood? No, when you work on a farm, there's <laughs> flying around everywhere. So yeah, I've had like pieces of wood stuck in my eye. Right, but you didn't get permanent damage. Like no, we're talking so you... a needle going right into the eyeball. Yeah, it didn't say how long, so it might just be the end. Just a little poke in the corner. Eh, I'm good. Okay, Jay, one more good. for you. Yeah, would you rather have sex with a person? Who is top half fish, uh-huh, uh-huh. bottom half lady, or bottom half fish, top half lady? I think. <laughs> I, even though it would seem what is like wrong with these people, it would seem like you would want it to be um, bottom half lady for obvious reasons. Uh, the whole vagina, uh, the the vagine. I think I'd want top half lady because then it'd be like having sex with the Little Mermaid. 
right? And mm-hmm. the bottom half would be like a ten, and then you and then you could dress up as one of the other mermaid characters. Maybe do a little role play. Tools of your thoughts. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, KB, forget about us. No, she's, no, she's here. here. She's here. Oh, here. Karen, Karen. Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, right in here. Jim with a standing ovation. Oh, wow. absolutely. Wow. Here. Absolutely. There. KB, how the hell are you? How are you doing? I am great. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having We're me. We're huge fans of yours. Well, and I love you guys. You know that I love you guys. Like, you just... You know what? awesome. We felt bad because when we grew up in Canada, we got... We got much music. We never right. got MTV. Yeah. yeah. We did not know that you were on yeah, MTV. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At one point. I actually know much, the much music stuff. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I was a VJ uh, at MTV like back when they, I don't want to age myself, but they played music. Right. Yeah. Um, when they played videos. Yeah. And yeah. so now they're coming coming back around to that. But it was a really, really fun thing to do. Was and that I, in New York? Yeah. yeah. So I had, I had started in radio before then, and I was a program director and music director and all that stuff and DJ. And then I went and got this job at MTV, and it was amazing. Yeah, because at the time, like those jobs are so coveted, so hard yes. to get. Was it a massive audition process? Or I, you know what? It may have been, but you know, I'm that good. You crushed no, it. No, I mean, no, I honestly, <laughs> I crushed it. No, I honestly, I remember what I did. I took a, a CD and I was on the air at my radio station, and I was just like one of those, like, oh, okay, okay, you know, and was you know, put my lipstick on, whatever. I loved music, and yeah. I knew a lot about it, and so. I really just went for a couple of auditions, um, and you know, it, it just worked out. So, were you a DJ at the radio station? Yeah, but it, you know, it was it, and we still actually played, you know, that stuff called vinyl. Um, yeah, right, right, right. It was really cool. Do you still listen to vinyl? I, d- I actually do still. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I just got so like an amplifier for my for my uh, needle so that you know it would it would work right and everything. But yeah, so it was great. I knew how to be on the air. I knew you know I could do a, a show quickly because I knew how to just be on live. Right. We didn't right. have to even though MTV was taped. We didn't have to tape things over and over yeah. and over. So it was cool. That's like fair. I have to do with Florian. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Why is Florian the butt of our jokes? I, you that? know, I don't know what it is. I, don't, I, don't, I think it's because Kenny's him. such a good sport. Because yeah. so like I know. Yeah. Nobody doesn't like Kenny So yeah. how the hell do you end up in the UFC doing commentating for the UFC and hosting everything and learning every language on earth so you can do it? <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I um, After MTV, I did a lot of entertainment stuff. You know, mm-hmm. So I was doing um, shows at like TNT and I did Junkyard Wars and I did did all this kind of whoa, whoa, what's, can I can I mention some of the shows like yeah. you've been at, like is Junkyard Wars yeah. on TLC name that video on VH1 yes. movies for guys who like movies yes. on TBS I remember that yep. rough cut on TNT yep. you were on Showbiz Tonight now that was a big deal on Showbiz Tonight kind of relaunched it, it right? was yeah. yeah so we did five nights a week uh, live from you know the CNN offices in, in uh, uh, Columbus Hot Circle Atlanta? no, oh, no Columbus in New York, in New York which was great because yeah. I had already lived in New York for six years so to get to go back to do that show was great right um, but yeah it was five nights a week and I did entertainment and it was fun but you guys you know the cool thing about doing sports or whatever is we don't know what's going to happen when we go to work mm-hmm. and you know what's going to happen when such and such star comes in to promote their movie they're going to have their canned dancers and good point. I mean it's cool there was some fun stuff um, actually one of my old producers w- was joking on Facebook like with the Brangelina split they were like it would have been like red alert you yeah. know like oh, our blackberries God. would blow yes. up oh. if, if that kind of thing but it was really fun yeah. but 
Um, when I left there, my, uh, my agent at the time also repped Steve Albert, who did all the boxing at Showtime. And he was over there, and they were looking for somebody to do reporting. And he said, hey, does it have to be a guy? And they said, no, it doesn't. And he's like, well, how about her? And at the time, this is so baller of me, but at the time, there was a, uh, there, there was a billboard of me, like in Times Square, uh, of me and AJ for, for, for Showbiz Tonight. He's like, well, what about her? Yeah. And they were like, all right, I guess we can meet. And so I just met with them. We talked about everything from, you know, I don't know, golf to whatever. And I started to cover boxing with them. Uh, and so I'd go in the locker rooms with the guys before their fights. And I'd go in the ring afterwards and interview them. And so that's how that boxing translated into covering MMA. Right. Got it. Got here and then so. you, Dan mentioned the languages thing. This is yeah. a serious thing. Like you are learning or have learned... Portuguese? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> so I actually started to do a podcast in Portuguese with my friend Evie, who is a reporter for Global. Here's the, the problem with it. In my head, I'm like, amazing. Right. Um, <laughs> and so, and I can read it all. Like, I understand a lot of it. But really, when you start to have those conversations, you're like, oh, shoot, wait, what's the right conjugation yeah. for? Uh, yeah. I, you know. So uh, I'm building up my, um, my confidence with her doing this. I, I've done interviews with guys before in Portuguese. But really what it was... Uh, I was covering a, fi- a fight up in San Jose. This was years ago, and I'm looking around the hotel. Whenever all the fighter hotel, all the Brazilians are over there. Everybody else is over there. If there's no translator there, well, shoot, I can't go talk to Dan. Sure, I'm like that yeah. sucks. Like I can't get an interview with him. And I knew nobody had ever thought of it before. I knew I was smart enough to do it, and I knew it would just take some time, but I could do it. And as soon as I started learning it, they were so responsive because. You know, it's a culture of respect. If 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 you don't sure. know, the Brazilians are all about respect, and to even demonstrate that I cared enough to learn their language was amazing. So they've been incredibly patient. Mm, that's um, awesome. It, that's so it, cool. Yeah, and so it it really helps because, you know, when when Fabrício Verdun beat beat Fedor, nobody had ever beaten Fedor, and he's backstage came to me first. Wow, because he nice. knew it'd be comfortable. I could ask him the questions in his language, mm-hmm. and it, and so it, it's really helped us. Um, have a great relationship when I go to Brazil. I blend, right? you know, um, but also it just was one of those things that was such a smart, the $500 I invested in Rosetta Stone right. was yeah. honestly- That's what you did, Rosetta Stone? Oh, I did. Wow. I always see them in the airports. I said, no, it I'm works. not spending Oh, no, it totally bucks. works. The not a that, chance. The thing that stinks about um, Portuguese, though, it only goes up to like level three. A lot of the other languages, you know, the go Romance further. languages go, they go to five. They assume that by level three, you're like, I'm done Whatever. with Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, I gave up. I'm tapping. <laughs> um, so I watch. I have a Globo at my house. I got, you know, Brazilian channel, and I, I read a lot and stuff. So you have to almost been, immerse yourself you in You kind of right? do, yeah. yeah. And like I said, there's enough uh, fight culture stuff online where I can read it all the time. So that's what I'm saying. I have a, I have a good. Cool. Yeah, thank you. It's fun. It's cool. I just like to learn something new. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently at level one for English. Oh, you're you're so. killing it, though. I wish I was kidding. Wish I was kidding. So you do. You've dealt with uh, like recording artists. You yes. deal with UFC fighters. I think I already know the answer. There's no core. Like, you could not get more opposite ends of the spectrum of people. At least I mean, that I find because the, the UFC fighters, man, they can sell their product. They can, but but haven't you noticed? They're not the guys that walk in here and to use, you know, a Don King word. They're not braggadocious. Like, they know there are badasses. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? So they don't have to walk in here and prove anything to you. Even right. Dominic Cruz, who's a buck 35, comes in and owns a room, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and so in that respect, there's that, there's that confidence. There's that, like, understanding of they know their place. And, you know, actors and stuff like that are there's insecure. Oh, yeah. That's you why know? they yeah. travel with a posse of 20. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean... I find that, you know, uh, for the most part, yes, these athletes are not the the divas and the starlets with the rider of, like, what I can have in my locker room and what I can't. 
Um, and they really, they really put it on the line every day when they go to work, you know. Right. Um, but that, you know, yeah, listen, they could die when they go. They to could work. die. Yeah. They could die. I mean, you know, I, I can't say that every musician and every actor was a pain because that's just not the case. You got yeah. throw someone but, under the bus. Who was yeah, the biggest yeah, jackass? Toughest Do you want to like, know the thing? Musician, that, toughest oh. one to interview. Like tough, one where you walked away and you're like, oh my, oh god. my god, why? Oh. You guys remember the Violent Femmes? Yes. I know that band. Sure. So when I was at my radio station, they came in one time, and anybody who's ever worked in you know radio would know this. So they came in, and they, and they, they changed all our clocks. So if you're doing afternoon drive, and you're exposed, like, yeah, let's go to Jay in the Weather Center now or whatever, because you're supposed to get your 5 o'clock weather right. hit. Well, guess it was like 10, 15, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we were all screwed up. I mean, it was stupid, and they were just like really obtuse. In the interview, do you right. know what I mean? Like, really, I'm, you're like, Jackass. I'm here to yeah. hear. I'm here to help you. Yeah, yeah, help us out. A help me bit. help we you. Kn- we know that's the thing with all these interviews. There's sort of an, an unspoken agreement. Like, I know that I'm going to ask you a lot of the same questions that right. you've probably just been asked, and I know that you're going to probably give me a lot of the same answers. But let's just get through this. Together. <laughs> Play yeah. the game. Let's right. just, let's get just all smile. Yeah. yeah. And there was a guy who came in on the Ultimate Fighter a couple of seasons ago who was a total jerk, and. And he, he said some stuff to me, and he was like, yeah, well, what would you know? You're just like a girl. Yeah, I'm a girl, dude, but I've been covering this since 2007. Like, to me, every everybody who covers movies is a film director, too. Right. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I right. didn't know every food critic was a chef. I, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and so then he came back. Because uh, he won another fight and he came back and he said, oh, I know you thought I was probably like really sexist and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> like, you are. So, you know, that was strange to me because that hasn't happened in a really long time. Most people have given me credit for what I've done. So. And, and you almost get in the middle of fights because you interview the people on The Ultimate Fighter yeah. who end up hating each other. Like the and tough talk. Yeah, you end up that's hitting the hardest them. job. Have they ever, ever come to blows? Have they ever come to blows? Um, the the fighters themselves have gotten close. Well, that was the whole thing. It was Nate Coy. I'm just going to call him out. Back up the bus. <laughs> there he goes. Um, he was the one that was being a jerk, and he he was on American Top Team, and he thought I liked the Black Zillions more. And this is why, also, he was not only sexist, he was racist too, because he's like, oh well, you just like the Black Zillions because you you know you just like the black guys. I'm like, you know, I'm married to the whitest guy on the planet, like the whitest guy from Denver, Colorado, like literally, you know. So I just like really guy. Um, but he and and one of the coaches from the Black Zillions almost got into it, you know, right. on the set. I mean, honestly. It's been harder to separate Dominic Cruz and Michael Bisping sometimes. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 We've yeah. heard the comments yeah. off yeah. screen. Yeah. Johnny, the stage manager, always tells us, "Oh, you just you know, because they <laughs> they know exactly the things to pick on each yeah. other yep. for, and they don't always back down from there. Sure. And then you can't you can't one up any. I'd pay to see Bisping and Cruz. Oh my god, yeah. that'd be amazing. That'd yeah. be like the old school UFC totally. when every weight class fought each other. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> That's a money weight fight for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're great though. For are you ever surprised? Like you have Tyron Woodley in mm-hmm. now uh, doing the show tonight. Are you ever surprised? The thing that blows my mind. You had Connor a few years ago. Yep. Connor was working here yep. all the time. You ever surprised that all these guys seem to be good at TV? Like all of them? Yeah, like it's, it's a, weird. It, it is weird, and I don't know <laughs> if it's because what they do for a living, you know, uh, is is all or nothing for themselves anyway, and they have to sort of go out there and prove themselves. I mean, 
some of them are just really gifted at it. It's been a great translation for them. And they have to maybe learn a little bit of the mechanics of what camera or, right. or this or that. But yeah, the guys that they've found have so much personality. I'm very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I will say this. So we've got some people come in and audition who think it's easy. And then they come in and they kind of freeze up because we're like, well, the guys we have are good at it. So that's yeah. why they made it look easy. There have been a couple of people that have hiccuped a little. But for the most part, yeah, because it's a, it's a friendly environment. They're yeah. there with Kenny DC, like they know mm-hmm. us. It's not. It's it's a, it's an environment where we want you to do well anyway. Sure. So it's that kind of thing. KB, yeah. when do you get time off? Because UFC is doing something every freaking <laughs> yeah. weekend. Well, I know. There's no there's no seasons, and I've been working every weekend this month, which is great. Um, I do love it. I I we have a couple weeks off coming up, so I'm going to go to Mexico. Nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mexico. You know, so it's going to be good. But you know, I I. I like that there's no real off season. We have a couple of times, like in March, it's a little slower and this and that. But, um, but it's it's fun. It's and it's 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 just fun to see it evolve. And you never know who's going to do what. And the next thing you know, your buddy's a champ. And my my <laughs> wife, it's pretty cool. My wife uh, insisted I ask you this question: yeah. GSP oh. uh, for the Toronto event in December. Yes. Is this is this a lot? Give me the guarantee. Is he coming back? I would say it's like. 75 percent probably good. yeah That's because good. when he was here um you know he said he's been doing his usada testing and the day his four months of that would end are right in coordination with that show it's a home game for him the only hiccup they have is really about sponsorship money because he used to get paid an x amount of dollars which was <laughs> quite a lot of x's to be honest uh from under armor and now that you can only have Reebok, so Reebok, supposedly yeah. what I've understood is that there, that's where the the, the holdup is. Okay, is is trying to come to terms with where to get him that money. Right, right. Um, but I think he wants to fight. I think he wants to fight Nick Diaz. And I think all of us want him to fight. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Yeah. Please. I, I was mean, at the show at 129 in Toronto, that biggest one ever. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, the crowd. I mean, a GSP return in Toronto would be bananas. Amazing. That would just be bananas. He's like, incredible. And he's incredible. Yeah, he really is. I, who, who of, of all the fighters you've covered yeah. the last, you know, since you said 2007, mm-hmm. Who are your favorites? Like, who are your, your top UFC um, fighters, male or female? Yeah, well, everybody gives me grief because one of my favorites is a guy named Gegard Mousasi. He's, he's from, you know, uh, a Dutch fighter. He's, he's just somebody that I met a long time ago, and we just really hit it off. And now he's doing so well, so it's been really fun for me. Um, Tyron has been a friend of mine for a long time, but I do love to watch Cub Swanson is one of my all-time favorites. Um, in terms of the women, uh, you know, Ronda's a badass. It was. I need her to come back. Yes. yes. Well, tell totally fun. Her so, what are we here? What are we hearing about that? Uh, I talked to Edmund, that? her coach, the other day. Uh, he said she's been in there training twice a day, and she you trains know, in Venice, right? Uh, she? So she lives in Venice. She was training. Uh, Edmund's gym is in Glendale. Oh, in Glendale. So she was over there. Uh, he said she was training twice a day. Like I just like. She's she's fun and she makes you watch. It was kind of like, hey, you know, how how is she going to do it? That being said, Amanda, who is the champion now, is has been somebody that I have liked, you know, for a very long time. Um, you know, Anderson Silva was amazing, and you know, he's not what he was, yeah. but he's amazing. The Diaz brothers, I have, you know, because <laughs> I've covered them. Talk about since, them all day. So yeah, funny. since, since two thousand seven or something. So to me, you know, these are guys that I'm so happy they're finally getting paid. Do I'm you, so happy. Like, do you find it strange that they're so entertaining and they're so funny, and they're obviously amazing mixed martial artists? Yeah. Is it almost like a bit of a a kick up by the UFC to not have made them bigger than they were before? 
I Nate mean, fought Connor? To be honest, sometimes they were their own worst enemies. Of course. Right? And, yeah. and and that was a thing for a lot of us who loved them as fighters and and you know you, you wanted to you wanted to mommy them a little bit sometimes right. and that's that's not just me everybody's like you are so good yeah you are so amazing and you, the two of you together have such a great dynamic i wish you had better management i wish you made some better decisions i wish you didn't vape at the post fight press conference i wish you just didn't eat those pop brownies like just just wait like two more weeks yeah and so it was that kind of thing and so i think that it, they were just risky and they still are, but I guess the risk now, there's a little bit more protection. There's ways to, I don't know. I, I mean, It's I a little th- bit of a safer bet, maybe. even though it's more risky now in a way. Because the money, the money, you know what I mean? If he falls we, out of a big money fight, it's hard. We it's love right. when he comes on our show. Oh, he's he just so funny. I mean, I mean, I just saw Anthony Bourdain is yes. shooting his show here, and he had took him out for dinner. Yeah. Or they took him out yeah. for dinner somewhere. I'm like, a year ago, like that would have never happened, right? Right, and that was the thing for those of us who had you know, been supporting them for so long. We, we always knew they were that great. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, they maybe weren't as comfortable on camera. They certainly have gotten a lot better at that, which has been a really good thing. Yeah. Um, they just have trust issues, understandable, yeah. and you really have to prove yourself. And once you do, they're gold. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really, really good guys. Um, and so that's what I'm saying. We're, we're just, I'm thrilled that they're getting paid because they are totally worth it. Uh, let's switch gears a bit. Yeah. We mentioned Toronto, how you've been there. What's yes. what's your history and your travels to uh, Canada? Where have you seen? Where have you been? What okay. did you like? I think, I'm, I think I'm doing okay with this. So I went oh. to Montreal. I've been there two or three times. One time I made the very, very bad judgment uh, call of going in February. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a bit chilly. Be a bit chilly Ooh, a little chilly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was bad. But I went there with friends, and then I went to cover, like, a Lucien Butte fight, okay. right, with yeah. Showtime. I have been to Toronto twice, maybe. Uh-huh. I have been to Calgary for Stampede. Yes. Hey. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, How did that happen? Well, my friends that uh, lived here moved back to Canada, and we, our kids, you know, bonded and everything, and they are really dear friends of ours, so we went to Calgary, caught the end of Stampede, got to see Snoop Dogg, you know, like, tear it up, <laughs> and, you know, um, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. I yeah. ate, you Stampede's know, the best. fried yeah. whatever on a stick. <laughs> yeah. I don't but, know. But it's like, but it's like a, the end of a weekend in Vegas. You're like, get me the hell out <laughs> of here. I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> go. I gotta get out. Um, but while we were in Calgary, we went to Banff, which wow. was wow, you've stunning. Seen so and then two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever, at the end of August, I made it to Vancouver finally. Right. So I'm not, doing okay. Yeah, you're doing very well. Vancouver, actually. is it not gorgeous? Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. And every, I mean, and I'd heard so much about it. I had friends that worked there in the film industry that loved it. And it was everything I thought it would be. Great food, great, everybody. It was great. Brian, you have really impressed a lot of people. So you still, you You have. (laughs) Now you still have to see a bunch of Eastern provinces. You have to see Saskatchewan still. You haven't been there. You need to go to Manitoba. So then you can. uh, Okay. Well, there was a, so we had a UFC fight night in Saskatoon, I think, not that long ago. I was here in the studio for that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I would would actually like to go East, you know, like Nova Scotia and all that stuff. I think, because I'm from outside of Boston, and so that East Coast shot is easier. There's a lot of Red Sox fans in Atlantic Canada. And hit Newfoundland. Newfoundland, Yeah, that would be amazing. people on Earth. That would be amazing. No, I love Canada. Canada's been good to me. Well, you've been yeah. good to us. I Karen love the Bryant. poutine. Oh, the poutine. <laughs> so good. And what, next time you're there, try ice wine. Okay. It's unreal. It's a dessert wine. Oh. It's very delicious. All right. 
Oh, it's only in Canada. You really had to twist my arm for the wine thing. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Right. Uh, now, this is the awkward part of the podcast where we just say, yeah, we just I got to go. We, yeah. Yeah. The, we don't know any other way to do it. Here. So we have to say, interview's over. Thank you, guys. Um, this is great. Awesome. Thank you Brian. for having me on. You're the best. So You're the fun. best. Thank you guys you so are much. awesome. Thank You're uh, welcome have fun tonight. Anytime. Have fun at uh, doing oh, the show. Yeah. Oh, we will. We will. And the tough talk after will be good. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy that. Karen Bryan. Bye, Karen. Bye, Karen. Thank you. She is. Wonderful person. That was great. Yeah. Had a good KB, time. uh, one of those people who's just been nice to us since day That's one. That's true. She's, she's a awesome. she's a good person. Extremely. She I was just thinking about this. Like she along with us were kind of the the FS one originals and now Okay, so Quicken Loans, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports the Jay and Dan podcast. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process to the 21st century. Fast, powerful, completely online, Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated, time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? With Rocket Mortgage, you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of a button, helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. Even better, with Rocket mortgage you can do all this on your phone or tablet it's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your coach and by coach i mean couch so if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home check out rocket mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash j that's quickenloans.com slash j equal housing lender license in all 50 states nmls consumer access.org number 3030 it's tough to say there you go. Hey, can we do some six degrees? Uh, or is, do we have Jeremy Taggart yeah. on the line? Oh, yeah. Jeremy he, he Taggart. J- Jeremy, what's going on in the Blue Jays game? As we tape this, the Jays are in extra innings against the Mariners. What a series. How's it going, boys? Good. It's going great, you? bud. How are you? I'm good. I'm enjoying the drama of the wild card rate. Oh, man. Yeah, we never thought it'd get down to this, did we? <laughs> I know. I know. That would be no biggie. I like their chances in a in a wild card game, though. I like their sure. chances. You know? I mean, I didn't want it to come to that, but I like No, it. but whatever. You gotta. It's better to make a mistake and then finish strong as opposed to be perfect and then lose it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, a big hats off to all the people that made their way to uh, see the J series in Seattle. Oh, safe Watching call. it on TV. It's amazing. It's unreal. Yeah. You'd think it was in Toronto. <laughs> it's so great. I know. I mean, it makes me want a fresh new stadium here that doesn't look uh, like an yeah. old uh, eyesore ball. You know what's funny, Jeremy? Like, that's if we could just airlift Safeco, it's such a perfect stadium for Toronto with the retractable roof, but it actually feels like an old ballpark. Like that, yeah. Would... So and and if it's a little cool, then that's fine. You yeah, know, you feel the weather a little more in there. It's pretty yeah. happening. Yeah, for sure. Someday, someday. Jeremy, yeah, what's going on there? You you watching World Cup? Of yeah, hockey? you checking out the World Cup, bud? I have been. It's been uh, pretty enjoyable. I don't know. It's because just to see Torts fly off the handle like that, it really gets me going. I don't know about you boys. <laughs> well, that I loved what you said about when he said all that bullshit about, well, if anyone yeah, doesn't stand for the sure. anthem, they're benched. And, like, nobody yeah. says anything. Like, And, and you, you said it best. Like, hockey players, you know, they'll just, they'll just fall in line. Like, they'll just do it. Yeah. Well, it just seems to be the most, I don't know, like, in terms of the when they're young kids, they're most programmed. Everyone has the most, like, the, the, the NHL guys are the worst in terms of, like, the fact that you don't hear a lot of personality in the interviews. You yeah. just kind of hear what they're told, you know, they, they don't like to say anything. And, I mean, we we all know Avery was probably one of the, last, the few people that actually would talk 
like a normal interview, and that he, you know, he got burned so many times for well, just kind of talking normally and or saying something, making chirping somebody on the air or whatever. Well, look at PK, right? I mean, it's like yeah, you know, all the sure. things that PK's gone through, and not, you know, you wonder if the fact that he's let his personality come out is a huge part of the, a lot of the drawbacks. The one thing. Well, the, the one thing everyone's saying at the World Cup, I've never seen people fawn over Team Canada like they are. Reading quotes, every team saying this is the best team we've ever seen and will ever play against. Yeah, that's handy, I guess. But if, yeah. I mean, if you look at the roster they have to choose from, it's pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, even the B team that was, would be at home is scary. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like, you know, there was a time, you know, well, the, for maybe the first World Cup where I think the talent level – on the American roster and the Canadian roster, obviously the Americans won that World Cup. It was pretty equal. Now I look at just, like, you go down the roster. I think someone sent a great tweet yesterday. It was like, there's, like, maybe five American players who could even make the Canadian team now. You know what I mean? I know. Like, like I know. There's no yeah. chance that you would pick, you know, like, you'd take Ryan Suter, obviously, but the rest yeah. of the defensemen, that like you would not take <laughs> any of those guys. It it almost makes sense that they had to make a twenty four and under team because like imagine if they had those additions of McDavid. Oh my god! Know, yeah, McKinnon. The, like yeah, it, it's you're right. It's crazy. Uh, Jeremy, the one thing that people did talk about today and showed personality, and again, it's just dumb. Instead of going along with the joke, was uh, the oh. Americans responding to the Castle tweet? No, I don't think. It was, no, I don't <laughs> think it was needed. Instead of saying, "Yeah, I thought it was funny." Yeah. Yeah, or or it's or people asking him, "Well, was that directed at the players on the American team?" And Kessel's yeah. like, uh, "No, obviously not, no, <laughs> idiots." He's the spark plug of like the last six months. I mean, what he did in the playoffs for Pittsburgh, he probably just felt like, "Man, I really feel I could have made a difference," you know, given us a better chance. And it's like. It, he's just taking the piss out of the whole situation in a humorous yeah. way. You're right. Dan's and Kessel, right. he's he's turned into like a lovable character now. Yeah, it's so funny. Well, you know, it's like it's a, the people like it's like you're having to apologize. Wow, he's actually you know he wants to compete. He, that's wouldn't you prefer him to say that as opposed to like yeah, enjoyed it on TV. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I couldn't agree more. The fact that the guy's got some fire. I mean, that that that's everything. It should be totally happy about that. I don't get the, the negativity at all. Um, uh, Jeremy, we're going to do a six degrees uh, with engineer Jim uh, and we're oh, going to keep fantastic. you on, we're going to keep you on the line here for it. And oh, I maybe, love that. Maybe you can chime in. Uh, Jay, you were going to toss one. All right. Our award-winning engineer, engineer Jim, we see if he has a connection with a yeah. band. This is what I don't think we've done. And well, okay. First we have to ask because everybody knows that, that Brangelina is over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brad and Angelina, it's done. It's finished. And you have yeah. a, a you've spent some time with Angelina. Oh yeah, when uh, Billy and Angie were married, yeah. uh, I used to. I was over their house every single day. You know, we built a studio at Billy's house. Is that when she was wearing the we blood? Did. Yeah, they had <laughs> their <laughs> little blood, blood vials. Yeah, yeah, and all that. She stuff. was a yeah. freak. And uh, uh, she was great. You know, um, uh, I. I really miss not getting to hang with her. You know, I forgot um, they were married. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot. And it was, it was a, a total. Oh my god, it was a circus. It, you know, <laughs> people. But I mean, to be like you know, photographers in the trees across the street trying to take pictures of them, and you know, every day I'd show up at the house and 
go in the front door in the front gate and it'd be all these people out there trying to get pictures and you know they see me walk in yeah. it's hilarious <laughs> they're like hey, who's uh, this guy jeremy yeah. taggart how has the breakup affected your life uh i i prefer i, I look thinking back of like i forgot it i forgot about the billy bob part <laughs> yeah. that was that was fantastic uh, that's I'll like Julia they, Roberts, yeah. Julia Roberts, and Lyle. Lyle love it. Love it. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah Lyle. Lyle. That was <laughs> so. They got married. I remember all the press of who's this fucking guy? Every <laughs> <Yeah>. single magazine. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah, exactly. How ugly is this man? <laughs> <laughs> like, so she had brutalized. just done a movie called Pretty Woman. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Lyle love it. Hammered. Lyle love it. The Otis Nixon of yeah. the recording industry. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Angie asked me uh, when she was doing Tomb Raider. She asked me to help her pick out the uh, movie posters for that. What? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That was That's a lot pretty of wild. That's yeah. Pretty wild. I yeah. like that. It was cool. Was she hacking darts all day? Is she crushing darts? Uh, not all day, but she she had a few darts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just part of the day. Uh, When I was on tour and with that band Third Eye Blind way back in the day, the singer guy was going, he was with Charlize Theron at the time. Yes. She was like hanging out uh, backstage, crushing darts the whole time. When she, when right around the time I think that they broke up, she came over to Billy's one day. She was hanging out over there one time. They Charlize, yeah, what the hell, what a guy, Billy. You're getting all different kinds of degrees. Oh, yeah. I think, <laughs> That's right. Okay, let's hop into our band. I th- well, I I think, don't, uh, this is going to be a big letdown. I think we oh, got about- some margaritas, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Let's do uh, Third Eye Blind for oh, degrees of engineering. Um, I, I never worked with the guys, but my buddy Hoover mixed them a bunch of times live. Are yeah. they still around? And yeah, you're now connected touring, through actually. Jeremy Taggart. Yeah. I'm connected through Taggart. And uh, as a matter of fact, Billy did a movie. Uh, I am connected. He, he, <laughs> he did a movie with her. And, uh, oh, my God, Waking Up in Reno. Oh, yeah. And right. I did the score for that movie. Okay. There you go. There you go. go. That's there. a good connection. Taggart, go. how long did you spend with Third Eye Blind? Well, Patrick Swayze like, was in that too. Oh, nice. The Swayze. <laughs> like a whole summer with those guys, probably. Good oh, guys? What's that? Good guys? They're all right. One <laughs> <laughs> of those guys who did, like, what we did about weight before he went on stage. He d- no, lifted like weights like the lead singer? Off, some curls. What? Very rock and roll. How's it going? Yeah, have so a good pumped. show, man. Yeah, I'm going to have a good show doing, the pull, doing those pull-up curls. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I never could deal with that stuff. Oh, that's What's so fun. What's their big song? Doot, doot, doot. Do, 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 yeah, do. yeah, yeah. They just did it. that big festival in San Diego. Was it the Baboo? What the hell was it called? Kaboo. Oh, Kaboo. Yeah, Kaboo. Kaboo. yeah my, they did that. They were playing there. My oh, close so. friend's little brother is the tour manager. There you oh, go. Oh, my God. Aren't they from San Francisco? That band? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are sure. <laughs> How are they? They're all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm embarrassed to ask this. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to ask this next one, but I don't. I'm positive we've never asked this. This is uh, this was sent to us from a couple of listeners, Sam Solaris and Brad Brown, and here it is: Counting Crows. Counting Crows. They were uh, just here. Yes. Yes. Um, that guy, that singer guy, banged everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what exactly? Happened? How did that happen? And that's my connection. He banged me. No. Uh, no. Uh, the guy actually uh, used to like one of the things he used to like to do. He'd hang out at the Viper Room all the time. Adam Durowitz. Yeah, Adam, Adam Durowitz, and he'd make drinks behind the bar. He'd just jump behind the bar and make drinks for everybody. He made me a few cocktails at the old uh, Viper at Room. The Viper Room, yes. Nice. Taggart, any connection to Counting Crows? <laughs> no, but I can testify to the banging of all kinds. Of <laughs> <laughs> not just like not just like it was like the whole cast of friends. Yeah, like including Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, but I did do a record with, uh, and I believe he's in the band, Marvin Etzioni. I, I, I thought he was in the band. I don't know. I don't know if you ever They're heard of this They're still going, guy. man. I mean, give him credit. Um, no, they do those huge summer festivals. Like yeah. out, They were out with like Matchbox 20 and there was that Rob Thomas guy making big coin in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> Lifting weights and making coffee. <laughs> yeah. I remember we were on tour in, in London. They were staying at the same hotel we were at, too. He was I wonder if they like, were big partiers. Or he was too busy banging the cast of Friends to party. Mr. Jones. There was a yeah, lot of ladies it. in the lounge. Oh, man. Probably yeah. doing that, like singing it by himself with them into their ears. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Mr. Jones. Yeah, you want to hear a little Mr. Jones? <laughs> hey, hey, Courtney Cox. He ties up the pineapple hair and gets it going. What do you think of my dreads? And here's a couple lines of Mr. Jones for you. <laughs> Does his little Van Morrison rant. Oh, <laughs> uh, this has been fun. Uh, what a Good fun time, boy. Great talking to you, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great catching up. Hey, when's the next? Uh, when, when's the next TNT? When's the next TNT pod? Uh, well, one came out just yesterday. Oh, perfect! And uh, we try to keep it on, coming out on Mondays, but uh, it's, it's all good. We, we're actually uh, going to announce some dates, some live shows in November. Oh, oh nice! November. Yeah, that first tour was so successful. Uh, yeah, I, I we're going to get things going again. So, and there's all kinds of good stuff going on. We've been having some good chats with. Uh, people and the, and the possibility of a, something with TV in the future. Yes. Love that idea. So it's all good, yeah. Oh, man. This is awesome. All right, we'll look forward to that, my friend. Great talking to you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, bud. Okay. See you soon. Talk That's to you later. Canadian Jeremy rock Taggart. legend Jerry Daggett. What a guy. Great What guy. a guy. Uh, well, that was fun. I uh, really had a good time on the podcast. Uh, Jason, at the bases of the Mariners, at the bases loaded, they got out of uh, it. They're not uh, 12. Okay, we're going deep into the extras. Uh, really great. Hey, make sure you listen to the Fox Sports Live podcast. It's daily. We uh, put our uh, our TV show in an audio form, and we also do a podcast with it. And I know you're saying to yourself, well, maybe I don't want to listen to a TV show in audio form. But here's the thing we uh, talk at the beginning and the end. Uh, it's kind of similar to what we do here. What? <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> Inside. Okay. We'll talk to you next time. Oh, you bet.